Welcome into the studios of ESP Media. I'm Rob Ebel with First and Ten with the Superintendent, Tom Burton. Every Friday we huddle up with Tom and the latest in Princeton schools. Happy Friday, Tom. Thank you, Rob. Yeah, straight Friday. Big Friday. We usually uh, produce this show on Thursdays, but uh, I had some uh, conflicts and we moved it to game day. So it's exciting. I'm I'm glad we're playing uh, Friday this week and not Saturday because... Sounds like we've got a bunch of rain coming. I <laughs> sure do. Two inches an hour, they say. Yeah, that that's hurricane that's hurricane rain. That that is that's scary. I just hope everybody stays safe and uh, you know acts accordingly. Well, let's uh, let's get into the meat and potatoes. Um, you've had a busy week. One of the things I've been following on social media is your community conversation. One of the things we've talked in our eight previous shows is just your involvement in getting out there and and meeting with the community of Princeton City Schools and the business community and just uh, talk to the fans about um, – the purpose behind the community conversations. I know some of the topics were just letting people know what's going on, and then also talking about the upcoming November fifth levy. So let's uh, let's uh, let's talk about community conversation. Thanks, Rob. Uh, uh, yesterday was a, a great example of uh, trying to really be transparent and out there and open with the community. We had three separate community conversations yesterday: one in Evendale, one in Springdale and then one in Lincoln Heights. And, you know, what we found in the, the community conversations, people are, people are asking outstanding questions. You know, we're not shying away from the fact that we actually need to get better. We know that. We're being very responsive to the community, and most importantly to the students we serve. And so the community conversations, it is about providing a lot of information out there for the community, but it's also to actually hear the concerns that the community has and then also, you know, engaging the community at high levels to see maybe those levels of involvement that never existed before that would be beneficial for both the community and most especially the students. With the three different um, community conversations, were there uh, were there similarities to the questions from the three different uh, community conversations, or were all three vastly different? Sure, Rob. Well. A lot of people will start with, well, all right, so I understand you need a levy. What's it going to cost me? Sure, okay. And so we talk specifically about the need itself, and then we talk about per $100,000 home per month, it's $12.40. Now, that's basically how everybody in the state talks about it. I don't know when it started or how it started, but ultimately that's how people break it down. So if you have a $100,000 house, it's $12 extra a month, $12.40 extra a month. And then if you have a $200,000 a month, it's right around $25 extra a month. And when you break it down like that, I think people see the value of it. And really what we're talking about is, in most instances, the average house is about 60 cents a day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you break it down like that, we found that people understand it and it's really tolerable for people uh, to be able to, you know, afford. And we do recognize that people... Some people are on fixed incomes, and that's a very tough decision. But we would not be asking for a penny unless we needed it. One of the things, I'm guessing this, because uh, we didn't talk about this, the the people that show for this, one, they're, they're interested, they're vested, they're concerned. 
you have to be hearing in these meetings that they're appreciative of you and your staff communicating this information, correct? It won't, by and large, when we end the conversation, people, you know, we, we can't always end agreeing that passing the levy is the most important thing to do, but by and large, everybody has been very, very appreciative of us being out there and the open candor, because as I started, you know, we know we need to get better. Right. And I think sometimes it shocks people because maybe they think that a superintendent's job is just to spread the good news, but we're to, the superintendent's job is to spread the news. And sometimes the news isn't as good as you want it to be, but we're going to be open and honest and, and address what we have to address. Okay, that's fair. I think everyone would appreciate that. Now, for someone who was unable to make any of the three community conversations and they have a question uh, about the levy, uh, what what it's about, this, that, and the other, uh, what is the best way to find it on the web, Tom, or reach out to anyone on your staff? How would uh, what, what would be the best way to get that information? Yeah, my cell phone is 440 440- Four eight zero zero, and anybody could reach me on my cell, or they could shoot me an email at t burton d u r t o n at vikingmail.org. Perfect. Well, that's that's out there. Once again, Tom, you can reach Tom at four four zero seven zero eight four eight zero zero, and uh, he'll answer your question. Like he's like we were saying, uh, you may not like the answer, but he's going to communicate and. Uh, Tom is great at doing that and letting everybody know what's going on at Princeton City Schools, and uh, I applaud you for your efforts, my friend. Well, thanks, Rob. You know, there. You know, <laughs> I think when people truly understand that the need is real and it is great, and the fact that you know a lot of people they they say that Jesus, you know, I sent my kid to parochial school. You know, I don't get any money. It's what's a little known fact is eight hundred ninety-eight dollars. Uh, flows through us, so we're the fiscal agent that goes to those students uh, that we have to serve by law in parochial schools, believe it or not. The state dollars. Wow. And then on top of that, transportation. So if you add those two things together, actually in those environments, there's more money that's given through the state and Princeton than what we get. So we transport, we provide auxiliary services, we do a lot of that stuff, and then when, I think when people hear that, they're more likely to understand uh, really what we need to do from a civic perspective is to support a school levy because we're supporting the kids of the community. Yeah, that's outstanding. Well, I, I know from an athletic standpoint, one of the things that Princeton City Schools does to give back is they always um, put in for hosting state tournaments. And I was the benefactor of that this week, uh, broadcasting for several other schools within the greater Cincinnati area. And I've I've beat the, the drum many times that Princeton Stadium is uh, the nicest stadium in, in the city. And the, the school district doesn't have to put in for that. They don't have to bid for that. But the natatorium, the stadium, the tennis courts are, you know, you guys are bidding for that. And so you're giving back to the community by, you know, hosting all these events. And I think that goes unnoticed as well. Well, we constantly are looking for alternative revenue streams. 
whether it's directly given to the district or in one of our booster programs. So when we host an event, we actually get all the concessions. Right. And all of our personnel are paid for by the state. So there's definitely, it's a definitely huge win-win. But in the Jake Sweeney Automotive Stadium, Pat Mancuso Field, we've hosted soccer. We're going to host other events, and we're excited to do so. And renting the field out to Cincinnati Molar provides, it's going to provide some additional revenue for us to be able to do what we should be doing, uh, which is saving money down for down the line when we have to restore the field or get a new field. And one of the other things while I'm on that topic, uh, Joe Tomet and Matt are just incredible, incredible game day operators. Uh, they couldn't be more cordial and responsive to needs of a visiting team or you know teams that aren't used to being there and the media. They're, they're just great to work with, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Well, I really appreciate it. We have great staff, and they do a wonderful job working very hard and taking care of things, so... Well, let's uh, turn the turn the tables to uh, a big football game tonight. It's uh, week nine, and quite frankly, it's a playoff game the way I see it. No, it certainly is. It looks like with the computer rankings, we win and we're in. And, uh, you know, kids are fired up, and we've been very focused and looking forward to tonight. Yeah, let's set the tables. Lakota West. Uh, fifth in joeidle.com right now, coming in six and two. The Vikings host as a six right now at five and three. Big game, as Tom mentioned. As we get the win uh, tonight, we uh, should lock a tournament uh, spot in one through eight, and then uh, we'll talk about next week, next week. But the weather's going to be nice tonight. If you don't have tickets, tickets will be available at the gate. If you cannot be at the game, we'll be bringing you all the live broadcast uh, with. Uh, Local 12's Richard Skinner at vikenation.org. So tune in, get all the live live play-by-play. Tom, thanks as always for uh, taking the time to reach out to uh, Princeton School School District and the fans. And uh, best of luck tonight, and let's go get a W. Well, thanks, Rob. And you know how I always like to end, but I want to say this. We have an Ad Viking Diff video program we put on on Twitter. And for those that under know where they can find that or for people who haven't followed us yet, follow us at, at Viking Diff. And if you look at what this young lady says, you will understand why I always end the way I end by saying go Vikes because she is the cutest young lady and she is so passionate about our Vikings. So let's get that W tonight. And as always, go Vikes. Thanks, Tom.